Hey friends, welcome to the ADHD Boss Podcast. I'm Ellen Argo and my mission is to help you make more money with self-trust and more fun this year in your business with your ADHD brain. If you are looking for ways to empower your brain, scale your business and have more fun, please subscribe to this podcast. You've ever felt like people might dislike you or maybe even hate you when there is absolutely no concrete evidence, then this episode is especially for you. Today, we're going to dive deep into the mindset of individuals who often wrestle with such feelings, and I'm I'm here to help you navigate and overcome them. One of the big things that I need to remind myself of and others is that all of these negative self-perceptions that we experience are more than likely based on misinterpretations and they're not realistic. So I'm going to change the name in the story, but I remember a time when I met Sarah. She's a bright, adorable, super kind, very passionate woman. She has ADHD and she constantly felt that people were judging her negatively. Every silence, every like glance towards her was interpreted as a sign of disapproval. Yet when I observed her interactions, what I saw was obviously my thoughts about her, right? As a kind, happy, bubbly, she worked super hard and everybody loved her. The disconnect between her perception and reality were insane. Like I have no idea how she got what she got out of what other people saw about her, but I'm going to show you the framework that can help you understand and create new perceptions for yourself. Even when we have this natural ability to perceive the worst, I'm going to give you a framework that's going to allow you to turn it into a place where you can learn more about yourself and take your power back. So a bunch of what we're going to talk today is about perception and reality and how to bring them together so that we can enjoy our life. So one of the first things is we're going to talk about is reframing. By employing this strategy with a bunch of my clients, we have got a huge decrease in overall anxiety and improved self-worth over time. I do want to say if this is something that is traumatic to you, like it feels really big, I also refer a lot of my clients to see a counselor at the same time. So if you have years and years of trauma that you believe are a big part of your anxiety, I highly recommend you going out looking for a counselor. A lot of my clients have gotten great results with EMDR therapy. Just a quick little plug there for, I just want you guys to get fantastic results. Um, Life coaching is fantastic and it really helps you in your moment decide the thoughts that you want to think about yourself and the thoughts that you want to think about others. So it goes really well, but sometimes we need a little bit deeper of work to create a long lasting change in the in the brain and our, our connection with our brain. So my friend Sarah, who's not actually named Sarah <laughs> and many like her have reported feeling lighter and they feel more confident and a lot less social anxiety, which 
which is great because they just wanted to be and enjoy people. They knew that they wanted connection and they just could not get out there and do it. So a common thought is people probably think that I'm a terrible person or not even probably. They might think people think I'm a terrible person. People are usually too engrossed in their own lives and issues to constantly be judging others. And our perceptions are often tinted by our fears and insecurities. So my favorite framework is recognize it. Our first step, stop, pause, take a big deep breath as soon as you recognize this thought. And I want you to challenge it. One of my favorite books ever is by Byron Katie and it's called Loving What Is. And it talks about, is is it true? Is this true? Which can also go with, hey, is there evidence for this belief, right? And you'll either say yes or you'll say no, right? Your brain a lot of times is gonna have evidence for the belief. Well, they looked at me funny or they didn't say hi to me. You know, these are different ways that our brain creates evidence for this thought that we're having. And then we'll go to our next thought or our next part of our framework and it's going to be reframe it. It's possible that they're just having a bad day, right? If I reframe the thought from, they probably think I'm a terrible person and then I can pause, I can breathe. Is this true? Well, maybe. Well, it's possible that they're having a really bad day and they were distracted and they were working on a lot of things and they didn't even notice me, right? Even though we've been friends for years, years. Maybe they just didn't notice me or maybe they just didn't have the bandwidth to say hi. And you know, there are so many more options, but the most powerful part is to turn it around. So there's two places that I like to turn it around because the law of the mirror means we see everything external to ourselves that we see internally, right? When this thought that came so easily to us as people probably think I'm a terrible person, I can pause and realize the only reason that I think other people think that I'm a terrible person is because I'm dealing with thoughts that I'm a terrible person. So once I pause and recognize that I'm just thinking that I'm a terrible person, I can send myself love immediately. I have the control for that. When I'm projecting it out on other people, I don't think I have control. It doesn't mean that I have to believe it. I think that's one of the most powerful things is knowing, hey, I recognize that I'm thinking other people think I'm terrible, which means I have a receptor because I actually think I'm terrible, but I actually know I'm not a terrible person. And this is all of my proof that I'm not a terrible person, right? It's kind of heavy, right? But our brain is going there even if we don't go there ourselves. And like I said, if this is too heavy and too traumatizing, please seek out a counselor and work through this. You're either going to be, especially if you're still listening to this podcast and it really resonates with you a lot, it's affecting your life in some way. So we might as well look at it, analyze it and process it. You know, the other place that I like to turn it around is in the reframed thought. So when the reframed thought was, it's possible they're just having a bad day, I can turn it around to, it's possible I'm just having a bad day, right? Well, that's definitely true. And it's a lot lighter than, (gasps) 
I think I'm a terrible person, right? So when we can recognize that we think other people are having a terrible day, just having a bad day, we can recognize, hey, I'm just having a bad day because I think I have all these receptors out for how people don't like me, right? So once again, we have the power again. We can continue to choose thoughts that cause us to have a bad day, or we can pause, we can breathe, and we can enjoy the sun on our face, right? The only thing that causes us to have a bad day is thoughts like this. They probably think I'm a terrible person. Of course, you're going to have a bad day when you're thinking that thought, but you have control in that situation. Even if it's just pausing and breathing and feeling the negative emotion that you feel when you think that somebody thinks you're a terrible person. Being in the moment is so powerful because then you have the power to change. The only place that we have the ability to change is in the present moment. We can't change the future. We can't change the past. But when we just embrace the now, we can come inward and we can experience the negative emotion so much that it just kind of dilutes itself. It's no longer pressurized. And then you can move in and experience a different emotion or less resistance to the one that you're experiencing. I hope that wasn't too meta for you guys. That was, (laughs) that went a little in a different direction than I was originally planning. Um, But when you're able to do this, you're going to overall have a decrease in anxiety and you're going to have an entirely different relationship with yourself. All of that negative self-perception that we've practiced, that muscle over and over and over, when we can just be aware of the thoughts and we can be with them, then we don't have to live in them unknowingly our entire life. This is going to help you with your mental well-being and you're going to want to go and have relationships with people. You're going to go and find that connection because you're going to know that you're the common denominator and you have all the power to change it. You can think entirely different thoughts when you're around people and you're going to connect way better with them because you're connected with yourself. Remember Miss Sarah? Over time, she started challenging her immediate thoughts. At a gathering, she thought a friend was distant because she was upset with her. But after the reframing and turning it around, Sarah realized that the friend was just overwhelmed with personal issues. And she realized that Sarah realized that she was just upset with herself for how she had talked to her friend. So she was creating distance. And so when Sarah was upset with herself and embarrassed about herself, she then made her made her brain thought that her friend would be mad at her. And through the reframing and through the turn it around, she was able to connect with her friend to find that it was just personal issues. And then because she was able to reach out and talk about the personal issues, because she got out of her own way, Sarah got out of her own way, they their bond grew so much deeper. They were able to hold space for each other. Isn't that so cool? Another thought that happens often is that person glanced at me because they don't like me. This is really common when you're out and about or at a gym situation, but people are always going to look around for various reasons that are mostly unrelated to us. So I want you to identify the trigger. Hey, I felt judged when they glanced my way and then look at the context. Okay. They were scanning the room and then you can reframe it. It's not about me. They might be looking for someone. Whoa 
whoa, how different is that experience? When you think somebody's glancing at you because they don't like you or they're judging you, goes down to they're scanning the room, goes down to, hey, they're looking for their buddy, you know? So understanding that not everything revolves around us reduces social anxiety. Our brain is wired for survival. And let's be honest, we're all self-absorbed in some way. It's just the way we are. It doesn't mean that you're a terrible person. When you can really truly know that it's really not about you, it's going to allow you to come back in to yourself. You can enjoy whatever it is that you're doing, which is going to bring you more joy in the moment because you're not projecting it outward where you need other people to think positively about you for you to have a good time. But you're also gonna have boosted confidence because you're no longer relying on what other people have to say, which is not in your control at all. And to the point of this podcast is most of the time, it's not correct anyway. And it's gonna reduce the feelings of constantly being judged. When we're not outwardly looking and we're not interpreting what other people think about us because we just honestly don't care because we feel confident. When you feel confident, you are going to perceive that people think of you in a different way. So it's these little teeny tiny baby steps as you strengthen that little muscle and deciding how to think and feel in the moment. So Jake, another client that I've changed the name for, once mentioned feeling judged at the gym. He believed that every glance was a critique of his form or of his body. After practicing this framework, he realized most were just fleeting and thoughtless looks, like nobody was actually looking at him. And he's now able to actually go and work out because these thoughts that he thought like everyone was looking at him and judging him made him so uncomfortable that he did not do the thing that he really wanted to do, which was go and work out. He had a weight that he wanted to lose and he would not go to the gym because of the fear of the thoughts of the judgment. I know a lot of you understand this because I have a lot of clients that do this. And he knew that he had to go to the gym to hold him accountable. So there was just this spiral of things that were pausing him. But the cool thing is because he now chose to first not judge himself and to know that even honestly, if people were judging him, he was like, just let them judge me in six months months when I've lost maybe 20 pounds, 30 pounds because I've been consistent. Let people judge me in a place where I help them get to their goals a little bit faster because they've watched me. So that's another way that we talk about it in our coaching sessions is not only being ashamed and feeling that judgment and turning it around, but it's also, hey, how can we use that a little bit as a little bit of a fire? Like a re- that if they are looking at you and if they are judging you, how can it be really fun, right? How can it help you get to your goals? Um, So anyways, that's a little fun little insight that it's always nice to have this little spark of inspiration and maybe a little bit of, I don't know, like competition maybe. Um, But yeah, so he was able to enjoy his workout. He went and lifted weights without any imagined judgment. And he be- he became clear that the only reason, honestly, that he was so afraid of other people's thoughts about him were just because the thoughts that he had about himself. So once we were able to really create clarity on that, he didn't care about what other people were thinking about him at the gym anymore. And that's when we got to be a little bit more playful about the thoughts that maybe other people were thinking. And like, we got to create a little bit more challenge. 
So if any of this sounds like you, please jump on a one-on-one strategy call. And I am so looking forward to getting you to a place where you can take your confidence back. You can love yourself, love your brain. And just remember the world isn't focused on us. We might think so, but it's not. (laughs) It's definitely natural for all of us to interpret situations based on our insecurities that we think about ourselves. But with practice and mindfulness, pausing, strengthening our bicycle brakes, we can challenge and reframe our perceptions to better align with reality. And know that even when you strengthen a muscle, if you've had to work it a while, it might get fatigued. So if you notice you're doing really good with not thinking that people hate you for a while or whatever, the there's a gamut of thoughts that are related. Even if you're doing really good with that and feeling confident for a while, and then all of a sudden you drop and you're thinking these thoughts that people are judging you again, we just know we get to strengthen that self-confidence, self-love muscle a little bit more. Nothing has gone wrong. It's all a journey. So thank you so much for joining us today. Please screenshot this, share it in your stories. If you want, you can go to at Ellen period Argo, A-R-G-O in Instagram and share the the snippet from today's podcast if you think it would be something that would be really, really helpful to your friends. I've been getting so much great feedback saying that it's completely changing your life. If you want to be the caveat for changing another person's life that you know and love that struggles with the same situation, please share it with them. My goal in life is just to help more people believe in themselves and create this whole new relationship with themselves and their brain. Please remember your value and loved. All right, my friends, until next time. If you think somebody hates you, just turn it around. Say, okay, I'm just hating me right now. How can I love myself right now? All right. Love you guys. Bye. If you love this podcast, we would love your review or a share with a friend. If you're ready to jump in, create change, and trust your brain this year, let's jump on a complimentary coaching call. You can go to ADHDboss.fun or you can go to ellen.argo on Instagram. There is a link in my bio to book your complimentary one-on-one coaching session. I can't wait to meet you soon. Bye, friends.